get ready to podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode five of the two-player co-op podcast. Thought I'd try to switch things up a little bit there. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin, here with my brother, Sean. How we doing? I'm exhausted, but that's what a uh, eight-year-old's birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese will do to you. Sure will. I don't know if you've ever been to Chuck E. Cheese on an afternoon on the weekends. It, it, it's like another world. I've never seen anything like that. But they had a blast. It was a lot of fun, so can't hate on that. I am a little bit disappointed, though. You know why? Why is that? I expected us to be doing this podcast this week in our brand new recording studio with the most expensive equipment money mm. can buy, and I would be driving my Lamborghini to it, yep. but we we didn't win the Powerball. We did not. Although somebody close to us did. No, I mean, not not <laughs> not a relative, but somebody close Physically in proximity close. to us. Yeah. A uh, couple here in Munford, Tennessee, which is not too far away from where we live. Um, I think they're absolutely insane because... They went on the Today Show and they flew up to New York and everything before even claiming the prize, which just blows my mind. I would have been on the way to Nashville as soon as those numbers were drawn, as soon as they were shown. I said, okay, I'm I'm not going anywhere. This ticket could easily get lost. I wouldn't have left my house until I could go claim it. Right. I would have had to hire... Out of my sight. I would have had to hire a limo to drive me to Nashville and not tell them why they're driving me there. Right. And then I would have had, like armed patrol around me like a police escort or something also and i wouldn't tell them why i would just say i'll pay you when just we get let there. them know yeah he'll pay them yeah. afterwards but hey you know shout out to the johnsons i think oh the funniest thing about this though people on facebook are dumb no oh, are you gonna i think i know what you're gonna say yeah the the funniest thing though before i get into that is the meme that was uh it was cat williams going around saying why y'all why y'all sharing this i thought zuckerberg was gonna get all y'all taken care of because zuckerberg <laughs> was giving away 46 right. billion dollars give away his whole fortune idiots yeah the johnsons are not giving away ten thousand dollars to everybody that shares their post if you do that oh god I, I i don't even know what to say to you but hey i'm happy for them somebody had to win it and uh thought it was gonna be us but hey what are you gonna do maybe next time you never know uh, what are we drinking this week, Sean? This is fantastic, I must say. Uh, we are drinking uh, the quote-unquote recipe. Uh, this is a, an old uh, family recipe that I believe started with Bump, our maternal grandfather. Yep. Uh, it's essentially a whiskey sour, but made from scratch. No uh, pre-made sour mix or any of that. Um Without giving away all the ratios, because we got to take that to our graves. Yeah, we're going to get rich off this. Uh, But essentially, whiskey, uh, powdered sugar, lemon juice, and a a cherry, if if you feel that way, for a a garnish. Um, But yeah, it's delicious. Throw it in a blender with a little bit of ice. Not enough to make it a true frozen drink, but just enough to give it some... uh, Just a little froth. Yeah, a little froth. But yes, it is absolutely delicious. I know you're under the weather. Uh, I am very I sorry. Am. You, got, you got the diarrhea, right? You got uh, it just everywhere. Not not yet, but we'll <laughs> see. Right now, it's it's confined to the old noggin. Um, got a sore throat, um, so I apologize if that's coming through in my voice. It's a combination of the sore throat and the uh, chloroseptic spray. I just unloaded all up in my mouth. I got it on my lips, my tongue, oh, my throat, God. my the roof of my mouth. Um, so everything's a little tangly right now, a little numb, but yeah, that, that should go away. Speaking of which, the roof sure. 
the roof of your mouth. <clears throat> it's a misnomer, isn't it? It is. It's the ceiling. It's really the ceiling of your mouth. The roof of your mouth would be, be the top, the top of, of your head. head. <laughs> that's that's always bothered me. But I never thought about that. But neither here nor there. But you knew where I was going. You said that. Yeah. I was like, oh crap. He's it, right. It it's make not sense, the roof. That's a dumb thing to say. It's the ceiling. Got all over the, the ceiling, ceiling of, of your mouth. mouth. We need to hashtag ceiling of your mouth if you're listening to this uh let, let us know you're listening to the podcast because we need to we need to correct that that's been yeah, wrong you had to spread the word on that too many hundreds of thousands of years or something not hundreds of thousands hundreds never mind probably hundreds oh boy so um what we're playing this week so i have been you know last week we did the so you think you can dance um you call yourself a gamer challenge Sean challenged me to Super Metroid. I challenged him to Peace Walker. Uh, I can say, at least for my part, that's really all I've been playing is Super Metroid. I haven't played a lot. Uh, about two and a half hours in. I beat three of the bosses, though. I beat the third one last night. Um, but I'm going to save my thoughts on that for when we do a, you know, a podcast talking about that. But that's also, really all uh, I've been playing. You fired up the uh, 3DS, right? Oh, I did. on that a little bit. I did. So, Sean, if, if you saw him tweet, Sean is finally on Twitter now. Give him a shout-out, at White, And he's not... Sean S E A N. Yes, he's Real spelled Sean it the right White. way. He's not Tomato Head or what's his name? Tomato Flying Tomato. Flying Tomato. <laughs> tomato Head. Well, he's a Tomato Head too. He's, yeah, I kind of. Um, yeah, Sean hooked me up. I've been bugging him for a while that uh, I wanted to get a crack at his 3DS because I want desperately to play Link Between Worlds, and I didn't get into that yet because uh, I want to get through Super Metroid, and um, you know, I don't, I don't want to start Link Between Worlds and not be able to to give. My 100% effort into it. Uh, I did fire up Super Mario 3D Land. That's pretty good. I, I haven't really been a fan of the 3D Mario games. Um, I mean... But this is kind of a combination. It's yeah. 3D, but it's not the whole... It's not Mario 64. Collect stars. Correct. Yeah, it's still, like it's still at levels. It's a 3D yep. platformer. So that was fun. Um, I'm looking forward to playing Link Between Worlds. And he did give me, uh, also in there, he's got Ocarina of Time 3D which I definitely want to play at some point. I think that could end up being a video game challenge at some point. You never know. But, um, but yeah, what, what about you, Sean? You, I know you've been playing Peace Walker, and you probably don't want to get into that either. That's pretty much it, yeah. Okay. Um, been playing through Peace Walker. Uh, we'll do a, a full review on that in the coming weeks. But, um, yeah, definitely a little bit of a, a shock going to that from Metal Gear Solid Five, both yeah. in the... Somewhat the play style, and more importantly, just the the graphics. Yeah, and and just think though, and again, we won't get into it too much because I want to do a whole podcast on that. We'll do that probably next week. We'll see how how he does. It might be two weeks from now, and then we'll do Metroid after that. But, um, and just imagine that game was going to be Metal Gear Solid Five, and it was going to come out like it did on the PSP, not the Vita, the PSP. Wow. Because that's how important that game is, and that's how much he loved it and everything. And he ended up just going with Peace Walker without the five. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm interested to get your thoughts, especially after. It's one thing to go from Peace Walker to Phantom Pain. It's got to be interesting to go from Phantom Pain back to Peace Walker, never having played Peace Walker before. So I'm definitely interested to get your thoughts on that when we get there. Yeah, we will get there. So next, normally we talk about the most important news of the week. Uh, what, what we're going to do here, there, there was a couple items. Um you know, Amazon Prime had their announcement about the 20% off games. If you're a Prime member, I will probably never buy a game from GameStop again now because there's no need to. Uh, I know Best Buy had something like that, um, but it was a lot more expensive, and you didn't get as, as much. It, it wasn't as expensive as Prime, I shouldn't say. But you didn't get as much for your money as you do with Prime because you get so much else with that 100 bucks you pay. But almost everybody I know is a Prime member anyway. So, yeah, 20% off games. Uh, 
if you pre-order them or up to t- two weeks after they release, which is pretty sweet, I must say. So that, uh, Leslie Benzies left Rockstar North. Yeah, he was the godfather of all the 3D GTA games, but they've really, at Rockstar, they've been doing an all-hands-on all hands on deck approach with 5 and with online and, and then moving it over to PS4 and 360 and PC. So it's not like... He he wasn't solely responsible for for Grand Theft Auto like he was in the past, but it is interesting to see that he left, and I'll be interesting to see how Grand Theft Auto Six changes whenever that comes out um, without him being there. But outside of the the world of video games, and and definitely connected to it though, uh, one of the big things that happened over the last week or so was we lost uh, we lost David Bowie, um, which came as a shock. I didn't even know he was sick. Did you? Uh, no, I, I don't know, know if there was. Even, I don't think he really made it yeah. public. Uh, so, I mean, David Bowie is, I mean, he's a legend when it comes to rock and, um, not, not just rock and roll, but his, his acting prowess and, and some of the movies he's been. And of course, if you've been listening to our first four podcasts, you know, our love for Metal Gear. Uh, he was really influential when it came to, uh, the Metal Gear Solid franchise and Hideo Kojima. So our new, most popular news item of the week, we're, we're going to look back at David Bowie and, uh, what he meant to to Hideo Kojima and the Metal Gear Solid franchise as a whole. And I know Sean, you've got some you got some notes there. Yeah. Uh, so Kevin pointed out a couple of these to me and kind of piqued my interest. And I did some research online to see uh, what other references there were uh, that maybe we didn't know about. Um, in uh, the novelization of Metal Gear Solid Two, um, which I didn't even know was a thing, uh, Rose tells Raiden that his androgynous physical appearance <laughs> gave him a physical resemblance to a, a young David Bowie. Poor Raiden. Poor guy. Um, no wonder he became a cyborg ninja. Oh, right. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, um, before he is to become known as Zero, uh, he goes by Major Tom yep. from Space Oddity. Um snake when he's on the uh what do you call it codec codec thank you um says to him you know can you hear me major tom so really straight out of uh space oddity um one of the bosses uh from that same game the fury um after you beat him he uh radios mission control um, reliving his accident and stating that he was quote unquote coming home yep. before smashing himself through the roof. That's right. Referencing the song Major Tom in parentheses Coming Home by Peter Schilling, uh, which was written as a tribute and essentially a sequel to Space Oddity. And I gotta say, he didn't get enough credit as a boss in Metal Gear Solid Three because the end was so awesome. Yeah, the the sorrow was just so out there. Um, the pain, yeah. the pain with his He's bumblebee, the bumblebees and stuff, yeah. and then you know, I I thought the fury kind of got shortchanged. That was a heck of a boss fight and super stressful. It reminded me of Vulcan Raven, yep. um, in Metal Gear Solid One when you're going down the corridors and everything. But man, that that was so, I remember the first time I fought him. That was so stressful. But yeah, I digress. Continue. Um, and then I guess besides that, just. In general, uh, you can probably elaborate more on this, but how David Bowie, you can make an argument, pretty much shows up in every game. Yeah, there was an image floating around the internet. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, so I can't name all the characters, but it was funny how somebody put together, I think it was somebody on Reddit, uh, I would credit them if I knew who it was, but I I don't because I don't have it in front of me. 
but essentially David Bowie kind of appeared in every Metal Gear Solid game in in one phase or another because he was so androgynous and everything. He you know he looked like Big Mama. Uh, he looked like Raiden in Metal Gear Solid Two. He oh gosh, what were the others? Um, I think Sean's trying to Google it over here. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find this picture real quick. <laughs> Oh, there you go. That's probably it. This it? Yep, that's it. Oh yeah, he he looks like young Ocelot. Oh, he does. Go go through and name them since you've got it there uh, in front of you. Uh, what do we got here? We got uh, the boss. We've got Eva. We've got old Eva. He looks like young Eva too. Um, you could yeah, you could. I can see the resemblance oh, wow. here. Yep. <clears throat> um, he looks like Kaz. Then there's the theory. <laughs> Ride in, of course. Um, what's going on here? What's this? Oh, that's Liquid and Twin Snakes, which... Oh, like, that's, Twin Snakes. Okay. I never did get to play that. Um, the eye patch. Uh, oh, like yeah, that's boss, right. That's right. Um, with the red hair kind of resembling uh, third child. Third third boy? Third, third boy. Third boy. Tre- um, tre- Trejok Regnev. I forget. Something like that. Psychomantis. Yeah. And then, spoiler alert, sorry. Uh, like he said, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, Young Ocelot. Um, we'll go ahead and tweet that if you want to see what we're looking at. Yep. At two player underscore co op. Uh, if, if you didn't know that already, now you know. <laughs> if you caught that, then we're friends. But I would say his, uh, his fingerprints, as far as Metal Gear Solid games go, were all over. If you had to pick one game where they were most prevalent, it's obviously Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, Diamond Dogs. He was the original Diamond Dog. I mean, that was his album, 1984. That's when it came out. Uh, what other references are there? Oh God, the man who sold the world. So when you first play the game, and we didn't hear the song at all. We we saw the tape that ended up. Again, spoiler alert. If you're listening to us, you know we're going to talk about spoilers with Metal Gear Solid Five. So in the lead-up to Metal Gear Solid V release, we did see, and I think it was in the very last trailer, the last E3 trailer, when Skullface is narrating, and uh, I think Ocelot talks some, and Code Talkers talk some. We saw the tape player, the Walkman, that, that had a tape that said, From the Man Who Sold the World. But we didn't actually hear the song at all or anything until you actually booted up the game. And when you're waking up in the hospital, of course, from the, the, the Man Who Sold the World is playing. It's a cover of it. I forget who it's by. I don't know if you remember off the top of your head. Uh, I just had that up. I don't remember who yeah, it was, yeah, but um, and right there, like when, when some of the preview events, when, when there was the preview event for Metal Gear Solid Five, and it came out, somebody had mentioned that you wake up to the man who sold the world, and if you know that song, the man who sold the world, it is all about somebody coming face to face with their doppelganger. So. While I still, I kind of put that in the back of my mind as I was playing through it, hoping that he wasn't going to be Gray Fox and that, you know, Gray Fo- at Gray Fox MGSV, if you want to tweet at him, my buddy, uh, would be wrong and Python's, Python and Selkin would be wrong. That was the first, like, Kojima was telling us, like, look, this is not Big Boss. I'm playing a song about a guy coming face to face with his doppelganger, and then you wake up. And then there's Ishmael looking you right in the face, saying you're talking to yourself. Wait, wait, coming face to face with his what? Doppelganger. You hit that last G. I would say doppelganger, not ganger. 
I'm gonna have to Google that. So, uh, doppelganger. Doppelganger. I don't know about that. Uh, okay. By the way, the artist doing the cover is. I'm gonna butcher this, but Midge. Ur Uri U R E. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Midge. U R E. So. David Bowie was all over there, and, and I really think it's funny, and I almost think when that last uh, trailer came out, that E3 trailer that showed the man who sold, from the man who sold the world, like, again, it's coming from the guy who's your doppelganger. I think Kojima was really trying to tell us without just coming out, ganger. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to find an audio file um, for how you say doppelganger. Um, yeah, anything else, Sean? Uh, where do airplanes park? In a hangar. Not a hangar. No. Okay. Um, and uh, last but not least, uh, I thought this was pretty cool, but when uh, Skullface is basically dying underneath the downed communication tower, uh, he says, Major, I'm burning up. So yet another reference to Space Oddity. So a lot of connections there, um, all of which make perfect sense upon hearing about them now but ones that i was totally unaware of until a few days ago all right now this could be like you know reptiles and amphibians are animals but let's let's see hold on we're we're gonna see what happens here doppelganger damn it i'm right (laughs) ganger not ganger i could have sworn going back to castlevania 3 there was no... There was a doppelganger. Wasn't right, it but it was probably spelled the same way. But didn't they say it? Or maybe I just NES. always read it. There was no voice. <laughs> there was no voice acting Sega Genesis barely had voices. Well, okay, so doppelganger. You learn something every day. Anyways, okay. So, it rep, it, you know, turtles are animals and doppelganger <laughs> is doppelganger. That's right. So, you can tell which one of us is the engineer and which is not. Sean to Kevin Nothing. Yeah. I'll, I'll catch back up. We need to go back and fact check that first episode or second episode because I, I would I'd catch up to you there. Uh, yeah, we'll have to do some research there. Ah, doppelganger. Oh well, I tried and I failed. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's really it. You know, D- David Bowie, and it's crazy that he just put a new album the week before Couple he days died. Before yeah. and, and I haven't listened to it, but everybody says that listen to it. It is basically him saying goodbye. But again, yeah. he knew he would. He knew he had cancer, and he knew how bad it was. So it's not that. It shouldn't be that shocking to everybody that, oh, man, it's like he was saying goodbye. Well, yeah, yeah he, he knew. He was saying goodbye. He knew he was dying of cancer. So, I mean, I definitely want to go back and listen to it. But, yeah, I mean, Hideo Kojima, uh, as I've talked about many times, is the reason I still play video games right now. And uh, so when a man who, who meant so much to him passes away, it, it, it really kind of hits you uh, outside of what he meant to, to rock and roll and everything else. So, Yep, we lost the good one. Yep. R.I.P. David Bowie. Okay. So to uh, kind of lighten things up, we're going to move now to our main topic for the week. We're, we're flying through this. This is awesome. That's for the us. idea. Uh, so we're going to call this episode. I think we're going to call it "Growing Up Genesis." Or uh, something. We may be able to come up with some, but something like else. The genesis of our the years. genesis of our video games. Yeah, we'll figure something, out something catchy. Something with Genesis. So, as you may have heard, if you go back to our uh, our Christmas episode, our the first video game system that we really owned, and I say by we, I mean we didn't really own it, but we were given it, um, was the Nintendo Entertainment System. My dad, our dad had the uh, Intellivision, which we absolutely loved, 
And I hate that your PS3 isn't backwards compatible with PS2 because I've got the Intellivision Lives collection. I mean, you can also when I find it, you can. Well, play I was going to PS2. Well, I was going to say you could play it too and play Night Stalker because it's on That's that true. disc and it's so much fun. But, yeah. anyways, that might be a twenty questions question game. Oh, it God. won't be this week now, but <clears throat> that would have been a tough one. What was that? If if I were to ask, was this a two bit graphic game? I mean, what is that? No, we're near eight. Two? Four? I don't two? think it's four. No, I think it's probably Did two. They I, think and Atari, I think It and Atari were... Um, well, I'll Google that just to see. Um, well, why don't you talk a little bit about our history with Nintendo leading into uh, growing up Genesis or the Genesis of our video games while I Google that. Just, just, I, I, just for giggles. Right. So um, we had the NES back in 87. Uh, we've already covered the whole timeline in our Christmas uh, podcast, but... Uh, what was the year? Was it 92? Where 91. The 91. Well, what was 91? Maybe you don't know where I'm going. The I year, the, the off year, where we got our Math Blaster computer oh, games. Was um, that 92? And then by 93, we got Genesis. No. By Christmas 93. I think it was 91 because we had gotten Genesis. We got Genesis in 91 because Super Nintendo came out in 91. And we chose for some No, because we had Genesis. more than just 89 and 90 for NES Christmases. Maybe 91 was the off year, and we had it in 92. I think it was 91, and then we, yeah. Okay. Regardless, um, we... Thank you, just thank you for not saying irregardless. Yes. Because then it would have been two to one, and I would I would yeah. have nailed uh, you I on will that. never make that mistake. Just, just checking. Um, but yeah, we, we pretty much took the NES through its entire life, um, and decided we needed to upgrade to the next-gen system, Um <laughs> did we did we fall for the I mean that sounds bad but did we buy into the advertising and that's why we got the Genesis or was it yes. just cheaper or it was no other reason than we preferred the Genesis to the Super Nintendo and that's why we went that way No we fell that was before blast processing because I believe blast processing was with Sonic 2 Um we fell for Sega does what Nintendo and that was right at that weird age where I was 11 12 years old whatever where i was like i'm i'm growing up and i'm cool I something and cool i don't need this stupid little, little nintendo anymore nope. when it's still one of the best systems ever made um i can't tell what the bits are I, i'm trying to multitask and i can't do it i think it was two bit maybe four i would say two most. uh wait yeah, is that why they say things like when they talk condescendingly about something and they say it's like a, it's a two-bit operation uh, no, I think it's just saying you're dumb. No, possibly, maybe it's. I don't think it's now. a shout out to the Intellivision or the no. 2600. Uh, what was the question? Oh yeah, so we fell for the marketing completely. Um, Sonic was edgy, and Genesis did what Nintendo don't, and they what they Nintendo tried didn't. Yeah, and they tried to play up like how slow Mario World was. Not to mention Mario World was one of the best games ever made, but yeah, their their marketing department was absolutely amazing. Whenever you get a chance, I, I read through it, and I'll, I'll read through it again at some point. The, the Console Wars book that Blake Harris, shout out to Blake Harris if you're listening to this, I'm going to tweet at you because that book was absolutely amazing, and I've interacted with him on Twitter a few times going back and forth about it. Uh, their their marketing was just sheer genius, and it is so sad how that company fell apart, but we'll, we'll get into that as we go. But, yeah, we definitely fell for the, uh, we fell for the marketing um, for sure, you know. And and the fact that the Genesis was ninety nine when we bought it and it came with Sonic, and Super That's Nintendo it? was ninety nine. Yeah, 
Wow. The Super Nintendo, I believe, was 149 here in the U.S. when it came out. I'm not 100% sure. And it came with Mario World. Yeah. But I can remember, I don't know if it was Babbage's or Electronics Boutique. Or did Babbage's begat Electronics Boutique? No, they were separate. They, they were. were. And then they came together to become EBX, which beca- and then GameStop bought them out. I don't remember EBX, but I'm, it's possible. I'm making stuff up here. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we fell for the marketing. And it was 99 bucks, and it was our own money that we were spending. And we, yeah, we loved it. I think I remember, did, I think you got Kid Chameleon for a birthday. I got Kid Chameleon and Pit Fighter for the same birthday. The That's first hilarious. birthday after we bought that the That is Genesis. amazing. Um, Pit Fighter, I don't, I'm sure we played it in the arcade before we got it for Genesis, and that's why we wanted it, but just a, we not played a good it. game for Genesis. It totally different compared, I mean, not the arcade game. Was the, that could great, the arcade but, game, didn't you have three people could play at the same time? Uh, you may be right. And somebody had blue pants instead of yes, red. Yes, but everybody had red in the Genesis version, in the Super Nintendo version. That's a hate on the Genesis. I don't remember but, being on Super Nintendo. Well, maybe I made that. I remember up, the but. characters were all tiny on Genesis versus... The arcade version, they were yes. normal-sized, you know, Street Fighter Two looking characters. But, you know, I had the not very good so, digitized graphics. So that's a good segue right there into the good and the bad, because it is definitely not all bad. The Genesis was a great system. I don't care what anybody says. So I want to talk about, first, we're, we're going to kind of go through our, you know, our upbringing as, as Sega fans, and it is amazing. When I went back and researched this, we really had every, almost everything except the uh, except the Sega CD, which is amazing that we didn't have yeah. it for some reason. But So, yeah, we got the Genesis instead of Super Nintendo. When I think of the good versus the bad there, it's easy to focus on the bad. So, And like I said in our top ten episodes, Street Fighter sounded like, It was horrible. I'm sorry if that just blew out your eardrums. I'll try to lower that uh, when I do post-pro on this. But So Street Fighter, the the audio, the, that was one of the things that people love to hate about. The, the overall graphics were better on the Super Nintendo for all games because they had more colors they could put on screen. Right. Um, and we didn't get, we didn't have Mario, obviously. We had a lot yeah, of platformers. Sonic. Yeah, we had Sonic. Which Sonic, it's almost even hard to call it a platformer when you're going for gameplay that's so fast. You know what I mean? Right. And it just never... I mean, when you look at Super Mario World compared to Sonic, there's no no comparison. No. Um, I mean, I think they're a different enough game, other than just being the mascots for their respective systems. They're really two totally different games. Yes, you can't put them... It's not like putting Mega Turrican versus Super Turrican. You know what I mean? It, right. it, they are. I don't really know that there's anything on the Genesis that really you could compare to Mario World. I mean, Dynamite Heady. There was there's stuff there like some that, good but Dynamite still, Heady and Ristar, Ristar and there's probably some other. I mean, yeah, Kid Chameleon, but not quite. That was definitely a platformer. But, I mean, but there was different. Yeah. But again, and Kid Chameleon was an awesome. Kid Chameleon game. was almost. A you were way better at it than I was. Like Kirby. Because you had the different masks, and you turned into different oh. people, and they all had their own powers. And, that's huh, maybe similar to Kirby, but that's more, good thinking. I hadn't thought of that. More, uh, I don't want to say realistic looking, but less cartoony looking, anyway. So let's let, let's focus on some of the good things. So, all right, number one, what do you have? Cab. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat Blood Code. <laughs> that was it. When Mortal Monday happened, and Mortal Kombat came out. 
on the Genesis and the Super Nintendo. And I think it came out on Game Gear at the same time, too. I'm not 100% sure. We had it for that, too, no, for have. some ungodly reason. I don't Those. know why. And Mortal Did Kombat, too. We had two. Did we have one? I think we had... I'm pretty sure we had both. Maybe. But you could have blood on the Genesis. Yep. And for our little sociopathic minds, I mean, that was awesome. Like, oh, Super Nintendo, yeah, you got Mortal Kombat. It looks better, but, oh, you got sweat. Oh, and that's cute. Plus... Uh, I don't know and if you it, remember this. I don't know how much you played the Super Nintendo version. I don't know where I even played it. At Randy's house. At Randy's Shout out to Randy if you're Brent's listening. maybe, or Tim. I don't know. All of our friends said Probably Super Nintendo. Probably all of them. We were the Everybody only one in Genesis. We were our, our poor little selves. We didn't have a Super <laughs> Nintendo. But the one thing other than the sweat in Super Nintendo that I remember about Mortal Kombat, it had this weird uh, like a delay thing to it. Yeah. If you do an uppercut, you would swing and then... Half a beat later, they go flying through the air. Which kills and if you, you if you game. go to jump, you had to like hold up and right, and then half a beat later he would jump. Everything just seemed delayed, and I don't know if that was and they by definitely choice or they what, definitely but, fixed that in two. Yeah, two played like because one de- one you couldn't, and again the graphics weren't quote unquote as good on the Genesis because we didn't have as many colors and the the sound. I don't remember the sound being as big a deal. On Mortal Kombat as it's it was Street just Fighter. Get over here. Get over here. Kiki Bahale! Yeah. It's hard uh, yeah, to weren't that There up, weren't but... nearly as many voices, I guess. So that's definitely one of the good things. Uh, I would say we got Rocket Knight. Yeah. Super Nintendo didn't get Rocket Knight. They got Sparkster, which was nowhere near as good as the first one. And, no. we, and Genesis got that too, but... The original was better. We... We had Sonic, and no matter what anybody says, and I talked about this when we did our top ten games, I don't like it when people say there's never been a good Sonic game. It was something that was not done they on were the Super good Nintendo at the time. It's, they don't hold up like Mario World does. 100%. Not even close. And other than the addition of the Spin Dash, which was a big deal, Correct. not a whole lot changed from 1 to 2 to 3. Sonic, to Sonic 3 was... Knuckles. Sonic 3 other was than You can play as Tails, you can play as Knuckles. Oh, but screw Tails. The gameplay... Well, yeah. But the Tails gameplay didn't really But the game was change. beautiful. Sonic 3 was beautiful. I can't... I still... And I know I said the same thing, so I'm beating a dead horse, but... I can't believe the Genesis put out those graphics as they did in Sonic 3. It was beautiful. Yeah. And so colorful and everything. It didn't look like it was a Genesis game at all. Uh, another... We touched on this briefly and... Um, where did we touch on this? Maybe in the Christmas podcast talking about Genesis? I don't know. Um, Jurassic Park, Genesis versus Super Nintendo. Two we get totally to different games. We get to play as a raptor. Right. It was all, I guess, a platformer kind of action game versus the Super Nintendo had the top-down view and the not-so-great first-person shooter parts where you'd go into the buildings. and I think the Genesis version was definitely better. Um, and another one, Aladdin. Good on Super Nintendo, but definitely better on Genesis. Now that is so... You know what is weird? There are some people that to this day say the, the Super Nintendo version was better. And I don't know what I think the they Super Nintendo smoking. version was a good, if not great game. Completely especially different. At the time, but totally different, and I think Genesis The Genesis game better. was so pretty, and the way they had the Disney animators animate that game for Genesis. Yeah, I remember being Cap- very Capcom very did not. And you could actually use a sword. You didn't just jump on people's heads and right. throw apples. And well, you could still throw apples, but, but you could, could cut them with a sword and then right. turn into smoke Who for some reason. Apples when you have a sword, right? Yeah, I mean, 
That is so weird that Aladdin came out for Genesis and Super Nintendo, and one was a first-party game made by Sega, and the other one was... Well, it was Virgin Interactive, I guess, sorry. And then the other one's made by Capcom. That is so weird for a no, licensed game They're to have totally two different. different developers. I don't know how that happens. It wasn't like that with Lion King. Lion King was the same Lion game, King, right? I think it was the same on both. Oh, another game, uh, Looney Tunes... Not Sorry. Tiny Tunes was better on Genesis. Completely different game than the Super Nintendo version. Yep. Oh, I forgot about that. We had Bloodlines... Which I was, was bring that so up. good. So I'll let you talk about that. Well, I go. I think looking back now, I think I can appreciate Bloodlines more. If I'm going to compare it to Super Castlevania, a game that I love, it's a great game. But I think at the time I would have said Super was better. But looking back, I don't know. I kind of I think Bloodlines was. Better. It was definitely more adult. It was bloody. It was gory. Yep. You could choose the two characters, and they each had their own weapon, and they definitely added quite a bit to the series. Did you know what Castlevania Bloodlines was called in Europe? I believe. Ooh, I think I did, but now I don't know. The new generation. That's they right. didn't want blood in the right. title. Yep. Which is hilarious to me. And 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 the. The thing there, you know, Super Castlevania was really it was a it was basically a reboot of Castlevania One with sixteen bit graphics and Mode Seven and all that stuff. Plus, didn't um, Symphony of the Night really that added on to? I mean, that basically took place after Bloodlines. That was a continuation I, of that. I'm pretty sure at the beginning of yeah, because who do you kill you in the beginning Richter. of Blood or at the beginning of uh, Symphony of the Night? You basically replay, I think. The, I end could be of wrong. It? the final boss from Bloodlines. I could be wrong, but I can't remember. It's been a while since I've played that game, and it's been an even longer time since I started a game in it. But uh, if my memory serves me correctly, I think that's how it began. So we, we've touched on a lot of the good things that happened with being a Genesis kid, which I think there are plenty, but there's a lot of bad too. I mean, we had no Mode Seven. There was nothing any anywhere near F Zero uh, on the Genesis. F Zero was a lot of fun. I remember Tom had that. Shout out to Tom Johnson if you're listening to this. Um, F Zero was a lot of fun. They got Turtles in Time. Mm-hmm. We we got Hyperstone Heist. Super Nintendo got Contra Three. Oh, we got Contra Hardcore. Yep. Yep. You know they they had Street Fighter Two a year or two before we had Special Champion Edition, and. They had, Mario. they had Mario. And I don't give a crap about Mario World 2. And if anybody wants to tell me that's a good game, go ahead and try. I, I can't get past the, the baby Mario and, and all. The, no, just that's the, not a good game. The, 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 the look of it and everything. There's some people that say it's better than Mario World 1, and I don't understand that. But no. they had Mario. They had Super Metroid, which now I'm finally grasping how great that game is. They had A Link to the Past. I mean, yep. yeah, we had Crusader Senti. Was it a complete Beyond knockoff? Oasis. Yes. Was Beyond Oasis a complete knockoff? Yes. And Beyond Oasis was a great game. That game was so amazing. And I don't think the Saturn version was as good, the Legend of Oasis. No. I don't it think we ever certainly beat it. didn't look like 32-bit no. graphics. So, I mean, we missed out on some of the all-time best video games that, that still hold up to this day. There's not as many Genesis games that still hold up to this day, you know? Right. I think the big things missing were, like you said, we had no... You know, true Zelda game. Um, Crusader Senti is probably the closest and a good game in its own right, but it's no Zelda. We really had no 
good RPG games. I know a lot of well, people like Fantasy, Fantasy Star. Star. Yeah. yeah. But there was Fatal no Labyrinth. there were no Final Fantasy six or three or whatever you want to call it. There's no Chrono Trigger. There's no equivalence of that. There were no Metroid like games. There was no Metroidvania games at all that I no. can remember. Nope. I mean Metroidvania didn't exist back then because Symphony of the Night came yeah, out in ninety seven, but Metroid. y'all know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah, I mean I don't regret it. I just wish we would have had a Super Nintendo also. Right. Is what I would say. I, I, I wouldn't have wanted to missed out on Genesis and, and Streets of Rage and Oh, that was what I was gonna ask. What are your thoughts on comparing, say, Streets of Rage to Final Fight? Not Streets of Rage one, but and actually not even three for that matter. I think Streets of Rage two is one of the best beat 'em up games ever made. Better, better than, than Final, Final, Fight. Final Fight. Better than Final Fight. Better than Final Fight 2, because that wasn't even a real game. I mean, they made that just for Super Nintendo, and they made Final Fight 3. And then, do you remember Mighty Final Fight for the, the Nintendo NES? with the little yeah, short guys? The little, yeah. Like, Fatal that Fury. That was one of the last games that came out on NES, yeah. I think. Do you remember Fatal Fury? I mean, I know you remember. Oh, Fatal yeah. Fury 1 on Genesis was so bad. It, it got like a... It was getting like 3 out of 10s and stuff, and I don't remember why. It just controlled horribly. The graphics were bad. It had the black bars at the top, and if y'all been listening yeah, I thought to I this, remembered liking that game. We liked it, but again... Is that just because we had a Genesis? Fatal right. Fury 2 was awesome. I love was, uh, Fatal Fury 2. The main 2. character. Terry Bogard. Was he. With a red hat. Long blonde hair? Yeah. Okay. What was it? Oh, God. I get him confused with Axel sometimes and what they said for his super move. Burn Knuckle? No. That was Burn Knuckle? No, that was Axel. Axel, yeah. All right. Axel? Alex Axel. Uh, That'd be a cool name. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, we can we could talk about this for hours, but if we're yeah, going to sum up Genesis versus Super Nintendo, yeah. I think that's it. Definitely some some positives and some negatives. Um, if you had to come up with, obviously, we named a few. Um, Senti was close to Zelda. No real good RPGs outside of Fantasy Star. No Metroid games whatsoever. Can you think of one Genesis game that? Super Nintendo did not have. I mean, Sonic, yep. really. But <clears throat> And it was mentioned in my uh, oh. honorable mentions. Oh, what are you going to say? Gunstar. Okay. Yeah. Which a lot of people will say that's the best Genesis game ever. It's 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 one or two for me behind Sonic 3. Um, that game was just amazing and so much fun. I need to download it on the PS3. It's only five bucks. You know what else was good on the Genesis? I don't know if there was a Super Nintendo. I know the game wasn't on the Super Nintendo, but if there was a Super Nintendo... <clears throat> equivalent i guess <clears throat> would be do you remember x-men oh and, uh, x-men 2 really clone war x-men 2 attack was of the clone whatever it's called. It clone, was wars? clone wars was it or we everything star, star wars, wars on he brain. was clone wars. i think it was a clone wars maybe not so the original x-men came out again a licensed property that was on the genesis it was a first party game and on super nintendo it was a capcom beat-em-up game i would say the original x-men on Genesis versus X-Men on Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo wins. X-Men 2 Clone Wars, or whatever the heck, the clone something, yeah. that game was so cool. And you could play as Magneto, which is just That's right. amazing. Yeah. You start out as, you, you turn the game on and you're just playing as Beast in the snow. You don't even get to the, the title screen or anything. you got to play through that. Night it was Beast. Crawler. It was Beast. Was it? Yep. But I digress. So, all right, so moving on. We didn't just have the Genesis. No. Uh, the tip of the iceberg. So the Game Gear came out in April of 91. We don't remember exactly when we got it, but we we played the hell out of that thing, too. That thing was great. I loved 
that the screen was in the middle, and you can tell again. Sega know they they knew what they were doing. Every handheld that's come out after that, pretty much, pretty much, yeah. I mean the Has PSP, had, yeah, the, the Vita, screen in the middle, the 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 Game Boy the Advance, DS. the DS. Well, not the other Game Boy Advance. The second, the one with like the flip. The thing. one that, yeah, right. But the original, the had, original yeah, Game Boy the Advance, in the, the 3DS, everything has had the screen in the middle. Yep. So they knew what they were doing, and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think we had this, but it's like the coolest peripheral ever made for a video game system. The yep. TV tuner. No, we did not. We didn't have it. Okay, I didn't think. so. I can't imagine that would work very well. But it had I mean, I'm sure it served its purpose. But I'm trying to imagine. Watching TV on that small of a screen on what is really just, I mean, it was only meant to have really 8-bit graphic. I don't know. It's, I just can't imagine what uh, any kind of, I mean, watching football or something on that would yeah. look like. But I mean, it was just rabbit ear, so you would have just got local I remember it being stuff, a good, but, uh, a big deal, but I just, I don't know. I don't think we... We probably did have interest in getting it, but we definitely had interest. I think it was one of those things that was on the Christmas list we just never got. But there were some good games. The Sonic games on that were really good. We talked about Tasmania, Uh, Mortal Kombat. I mean, for being a handheld Mortal Kombat, we played the heck out of that thing. Plus, you only had two buttons. You only had two buttons. How did you play Mortal Kombat with two buttons? Punch and kick. I think they were both high punch and high kick. And then I think Stark. Stark was blocked. I think. I don't think you could pause it. Wow. No Street Fighter. No, nope. obviously that would have been that would have been a disaster, but I mean, hey, it served its purpose. It it got us through a lot of you know uh, airplane rides on summer vacations, going down to Texas to see our grandparents and stuff. That thing though, the carrying case with the Game Gear and all the games, <coughs> the AC the, adapter. Oh, that thing weighed. Yeah, eh, probably not as much as I'm thinking now, but I bet it weighed. Well, you were a wee little lad, right? I bet it was ten, fifteen pounds. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, the Game Gear itself was. Three pounds, four pounds, I don't know. I, I think, I I'm think you're exaggerating. Probably two pounds. I'll give it two pounds. But it was a heck of a system. I mean, for being a portable 8-bit handheld system in color, and again, we could say, hey, we got color. You don't little green and black Game Boy over there with your green and black fake, not real colors. <laughs> so after that, Sega came out with a Sega CD. This was the only piece of Sega hardware that came out until the Dreamcast that we didn't own. Spoiler alert for the rest of this topic. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the Sega CD. All I remember about the Sega CD is Sonic CD is probably the best Sonic game ever made, and I've never gotten to play it. Yep. And Night Trap. Night Trap. Like, I kept wanting to call it Night Stalker. The craziest <clears throat> controversy ever. And it was really weird. Like you're, it just like, played like a movie, It just played like a It was like... It was full motion video was huge. Remember they hit... Oh, God. That just... That just random association. Marky Mark... Uh, CC Music Factory Make Your Own Music Video or something was on Sega something CD. Something like that, yeah. Good Lord. Wow. But Night Trap was so controversial, and it was just a weird, weird game. Plus, wasn't it like three hundred dollars? I mean, the Sega CD. Yeah, two hundred something. At like least. That. I, at I least didn't look up the price. I should have looked it up. But I remember it being very expensive. That I don't think we really had any interest. in. No, because it never really it never took off. There wasn't a Street Fighter game on it. I think Mortal Kombat came out on it. I don't know if two. Uh, did. One of them did. Yeah, was, maybe it was just one. Yeah, I know there was at least one that did. <clears throat> Oh boy! Next on the licks on the on the licks. licks. I'm sorry, thirty-two X licks. Sorry, thirty-two yeah. X came out in November of 1994. Again, if you haven't read Blake Harris's book Console Wars, please read it. If you are listening to this, great book. This thing came out in '94. It was supposed to basically bridge the gap the gap between the Genesis and the Saturn. No, just no. 
like and it was thing, only six months before the Saturn came out. This thing came out in November of ninety four, which was a good idea to get it out before Christmas season. However, they only had like four games for it. Mm-hmm. And they only had less than fifty that came out the whole time it was out. I wouldn't even have thought that. It was one hundred and sixty dollars. Now I do remember we didn't get it when it was new. We were talking about this the other day, and Sean refreshed my memory. We bought this thing used, I think, for a hundred bucks is what I want to say because it was one hundred and sixty new. I think we got it used for a hundred or maybe even fifty if it was late in the life cycle. We bought it and got it home, and it didn't work. We had to take it back and get another used version because connections were bad or the cables were bad or something. We had Knuckles Chaotix, which was just a freaking weird, weird good. game. That When you go back and look at videos of that, I'm like, how did we ever... And I don't think we played it that much. No. Sorry, sorry, Mom and Dad. <laughs> I don't think we played that hardly much at all because it was not a Sonic game. You, well, we you were like... Just- it's probably something we bought ourselves. I don't remember yeah, true. ever. Oh no, not, that's the only. Other I don't thing. remember All seeing games, us ever get a 32x game. For the Christmas. games were at least seventy dollars. Yeah, I remember. I re, I do remember buying Mortal Kombat two for Mortal it. Mortal Kombat two because it looked awesome. And I will say they they nailed Mortal Kombat two on the 32x, which isn't saying much. But I mean, it, they yeah. basically. Whoops, that's your drink, not mine. It looked like the Super Nintendo version, which is weird. A little bit better. Sad, it didn't look like the arcade. It wasn't exact, but it looked better than the Super Nintendo, not as good as the arcade. Right. We and had Knuckles Chaotix. <clears throat> Star we had Wars Doom, arcade. I'm pretty sure. I think we had Doom. Star Wars Arcade, probably yeah. the best game on the system. That game was so much fun in the yep. arcades. Cosmic Virtual Fighter. Carter. We had Virtua Fighter. The first one, yeah. Which may have been the only one that Yeah, came two out didn't on come it. out for it. Yeah. Cosmic Carnage. You didn't even remember that we had this no, game. And looking we, at it, he I pulled remember, up some videos of this yeah. game for me. I the name sounded familiar, and then once he actually pulled it up, it just doesn't look familiar at all. But it just looks like a terrible, terrible game. If you go back and look at some of the quotes about that game, Sega was like, "Just get it out. We don't really care. No. It's good, bad, and different. I don't care. Just get it out. We need games." I think that's about it that we had. Uh, I can't think five of or any six more. games. They came in the weird S1 Sega head switch to the paper. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, you were right there. Not the plastic boxes anymore. That was, again. That's how Crusader Senti was, too. For some reason, I know that came in a paper. I think that was about the only Genesis game. And that's one of the things, again, going back, that's one of the things Genesis nailed was the boxes for the games. Or Super Nintendo was just a cardboard box. And you had the little plastic, you know, thing that you would put the Super Nintendo game down into so it wouldn't get dust in it, which was crap. But anyway, so. 32X was... Uh, I, I, I don't even know what to say about it. The weird thing is, if we didn't get it new, and if you're thinking we may have even gotten it quite a bit used, like deep into its life, it only came out six months before the Saturn. So if we got it too long after it came out, we had to have known Saturn was coming. Yeah, we didn't get why, the Saturn... Why did, we, why did we get that? I don't think we got the Saturn when it first came out. I think we got it in the fall. Again, I think we chose to get that over the PlayStation, which is another mistake, which is a... Thank you for that segue. That was perfect. Saturn was announced E3-95 for immediate release in the U.S., which is a complete cluster. Um, Again, shout out to Blake Harris. That that book, Console Wars, really nails the, uh, the strife between Sega of America and Sega of Japan. Sega of Japan was like, hey, just put th- push this out. This is what you're going to do. You're going to announce at E3 and say it's available now. America didn't want to do it. America didn't want to do it. Sega of America <laughs> didn't want to do it. So I want to do a little did you know. And and I will say, the Saturn was a really good system. It was not the PlayStation, obviously. 
But there were some really, really good games in that system. Did you know? So, I think it was Tom Kalinske was his name, which you'll know that name if you've read the book. He fought against the graphics architecture for the Sega Saturn. He wanted to work with Silicon Graphics. Sega of Japan said no. What did Silicon end up doing? Nintendo 64. Lost out on that. Hmm. Not only that... He was trying to broker a partnership between Sega and Sony. Never came to fruition. What did that end up happening? Oh, Sony PlayStation. Which killed the Saturn. Which destroyed Sega as a, comp- as a hardware company. Completely killed them. So, of course, the game originally, the, the system was supposed to come out on Saturn Day. Remember, do you remember Sonic Tuesday? Sonic Two came out on t- I Sonic don't Tuesday. That, yeah, then it was Sega Saturn Day. It was going to come out on a Saturday, the first Saturday in September. And that's when Sega Japan said, "No, you're going to release it on May, whatever it is here at E3." And they're like, oh, "Yeah, okay." So the, they they couldn't meet demand. It was just a horrible decision. <clears throat> because of that, they only released. Did you know six games at between oh. May and September? Because all the third-party studios weren't going to be ready until September when the stupid thing was supposed to come out. Wow. Why in the world would you release it early? Wow, I did not know that. The PlayStation 1, did you know, sold more units, of more systems, in two days after their launch than the Saturn did in their first five months. I would have believed... Well, that may be overstating it. You could tell me that the PlayStation sold more units in its first month than Saturn did over its life, and I would have believed that. That's almost where I thought you were going for a second. Yeah. Two days. Wow. Two days. I believe it. And it's really sad because the Saturn was a good system. They, They wanted to focus on 2D in addition to 3D, whereas Sony was really banking on 3D, and that's what they built their system around. So that's why the Saturn was so hard to develop for because they had like a dual CPU architecture where they had basically a 2D system and a 3D system. And they still made some great games like Nights into Dreams, and I can't believe that's a game we didn't even own. That was the best game that ever came out on the system, one of the best games Sega ever made. We didn't have it because I think we had just moved on by the time that came out in 97 or 98, whatever it was. Right. But that's the Sega Saturn. And I will say, to defend them, the six-button <laughs> controller, the second version they had that came out here in the U.S., right. was one of the best controllers ever. Because it was like, it, it had the, the six face buttons and it had an L and an R. And the shoulder buttons clicked. I they clicked, that, so you I knew like you were that. hitting them. Whereas the, the original design, it was the same thing. The six face and two and L and R button, but it just... It was like a half moon. It just didn't work as well right. as the new... The second one was very... Uh, very well ergonomically designed. And also, did you know, our version 2 was the version 1 in Japan for that controller. Which is interesting. They had that. that controller from the beginning. And in Europe also, I believe. So, so we Americans think, got screwed. Uh, hmm. I wonder why they thought Americans would prefer that one. Oh, because that even seems... The original one, as far as the shape of the controller, if I'm picturing it correctly, was... A far departure from any other controllers, not just the buttons, but just the shape of it compared to what later came out, I think was more, I don't know, the shape just seemed more like what you had seen in the past. I don't know, maybe they were just trying to change it, but I don't know, I did not know that. That's interesting. But we had some good games for Saturn. We didn't have 
World Series 98 on the, the Saturn best was the best game. baseball game ever made, and I will fight. The only thing that comes close is MVP baseball from, like, 2003 to 2005. Yeah. That game was amazing. NHL 97, NBA Live 97 were both amazing on that. Yeah. We, gosh, Area 51 was fun. It was not Area a good 51, game at all, but Daytona. it was fun. Daytona was great. We, Virtua Fighter 2 was arcade perfect on the Saturn. That was a perfect climb. Oh, my yeah. God, that game was so much fun. Um, Wasn't there uh Oh, what am I thinking of? There was some Sonic game, right? Oh no! Didn't they come out with Sonic? I think they did Sonic 3D, 3D Blast. Spinball, or yeah, not they did 3D Blast, Blast on the Saturn Blast, also. Yeah. I but think. I don't think we had that. I think we had it on Genesis. We had, we definitely had it on Genesis. I don't yeah. think we ever had it on Saturn. But we had, was it? Oh, no, Trilogy, Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Yes, which with was everybody. another arcade yep. perfect. That was probably. Or was it Ultimate? I think it was Trilogy. No, it was Trilogy. You're we had right. Trilogy. That came out on PlayStation and Saturn. You're yeah. right. Yep, yep, yep. Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 came out on Genesis. We might have had... Did we have Mortal Kombat 3 and Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3? My God. I think just Ultimate. We had Mortal Kombat 3 for the, finger quotes, PC, which was barely powerful. In the oh, with the now. Gravis gamepad. Yep. I remember playing that in the, play, wow. in the playroom when we had the giant pool table in there. It was way too big. <laughs> it lasted less than a year, I think. Yeah, if anybody watches Seinfeld, the episode where <laughs> Kramer and, uh, what's his name, George's dad, are playing pool. Frank. Frank. Are playing pool, and I guess it was George's <laughs> old bedroom, and they called it yes. the, the place to be, and they keep hitting the stick against the wall and the windows. That's exactly what we oh, had. God, I love that pool hilarious. table, but... Uh, it just didn't fit in that room. room. Yeah. But, um, what, oh, Legend of Oasis kind of touched on that earlier. Yep. Um, we never had any of the Panzer Dragoon, right? We didn't have Panzer Dragoon. We didn't have that or Knights because those both used the analog. That was the first time the analog stick came into being. Really? Um, they, they released a special controller for, for that. I think we played Panzer, but it might have just been at whatever, Babbage's or Electronics Boutique. Right, in the store. There. We never owned it, but. A lot of good games for the Saturn. I, I hate that it's... And, and uh, there's a lot of good games for that that are... Uh, I shouldn't even say good. Great games that we never got here. A lot of people that still have their Saturns to this day, they import games from Japan. And I don't know that the Saturn was unlocked. Maybe they're they're playing it on, on PAL versions. But there's a lot of really, really good games that came out overseas we never even got here. Really? Yeah. Saturn's kind of a diamond in the rough. So you might have thought, we're done now talking about Sega. Because there's nothing else between the Saturn... And the Dreamcast, which we did not own, right? Right. You are wrong. Do you know why you're wrong? I do. Do they? They don't. Well, they might. I mean, they don't know, but if there are any other Genesis fanboys out there, they may know where we're going with this. Please, God, if you owned this, please tweet at us, at two-player underscore co-op. In October of 1995, for $180, more than three times what the system, the actual home system cost at that time, the Sega Nomad debuted. Oh my gosh. $180. This thing, the batteries lasted for two hours. If you're not familiar with the Sega Nomad and you think I'm making something up, this was a portable Sega Genesis with a six six button controls designed kind of like the Game Gear, except it was a weird quadrat, not even a quadrilateral. And it, was it was huge. Like a, it, was, it was huge and it was heavy. It was like two inches thick. 
they they basically they had crammed. another had a controller port. So yes, you could they had a controller player. port. They had an AV out, so you, you could use it as a Genesis, which we did if we wanted to play in the living room on the big you know the big TV, or if we'd take it on vacations and stuff. Yeah. You could plug in a controller to it, and you could plug it out to a TV. The Nomad was a Genesis, basically in a Game, Game Gear, Gear on steroids. Yeah. yeah, and it worked. It was one hundred eighty dollars. Yeah, the batteries we, lasted we for two it. hours. We owned it. Now. You could get a rechargeable battery pack for eighty bucks, yeah. Or you could just plug it in the wall, which is what we usually did. But man, rather than the six or eight AA batteries that, yeah, and again, two hours. No, no matter how ridiculous that system was, you could not play Super Nintendo games on the go, but you could play Genesis games. It's true. So again, it took a lot of money to get to where you could do all these different things that <laughs> Genesis did that Nintendo didn't. But uh, but I remember that definitely. Um, I mean, that was. Genesis Genesis had come and gone. We had Game Gear. We were obviously still playing Genesis. Then the 32X came. Then the Saturn came. And the Nomad, at least for us, really brought new life to the Genesis. I remember it, busting out yes. games that we hadn't played in Absolutely. years, probably, or several several months anyway. No, there were sometimes in years. I can remember, like, I don't know why it made everything seem new again. Because yeah. we were playing it portable, like whatever. We haven't played Kid Chameleon since '91. Let's well, plug it in. Who cares? Oh, we can hook it up. Yep. So it was, uh, man, great idea. The execution was lacking, which you could say that for a lot of the things that Sega has done. But right, that's uh that's our life, um, in terms of uh, of being Sega kids. It's a tragic life, really. Yeah. It, it's really Shakespearean, you know. Yeah. I mean, Hamlet's got nothing on growing up as a Genesis kid, I would say. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Do we want to do this? Uh, Let's do it. We've been putting it off for so three weeks now. Ever since episode two. So episode one was just a uh, nerd fest over Metal Gear Solid Five. Right. Episode two, we started something that was going to be a weekly segment, and then every podcast we've done has run incredibly long. We which just this ran one, out of time. This one may end up doing it also, but we're finally going to do it. We still don't have a name for this segment. Is it a diamond in the rough? I don't know. You Is it a hidden retro gem? review? Retro review. We're not even going to really. So yeah. I'm going to play. Uh, just sit back, Close listen. Your eyes. Go back to 1994 or three. Hmm. Either 1993, I would say or but it could be wrong. And see if this strikes a chord with your heartstrings. That Genesis music. That, my friends. Is that giving any of you guys a flashback at all? Now, that was an amazing use of words right there. The English language never knew that it would be used in such a way. <laughs> Flashback for the Sega Genesis. Of course, it came out on the Super <clears throat> Nintendo also. Yep. But, man. So, if you have ever played Out of This World slash Another World, Flashback is like... Flashback is that on steroids. Right. The year is 2142. The player takes control of Conrad B. Hart. Wow. <laughs> a man who has lost his memory. After barely barely escaping from hostile aliens, Conrad's bike crashes on an unknown his bike crashes it's like on, a space bike on an unknown planet. Conrad finds himself in the jungle, and from that moment on, his quest for survival and his lost identity 
begins. It was the quest for identity, right? Flashback, the, the quest for yeah. identity. Also came out on, this is amazing, it's going to take a minute here. 3DO, Acorn 32-bit, the Amiga, CDI, the Philips system, DOS, Genesis, iPhone. Wow. What? I didn't know that. The Jaguar, Mac, PC-98. Oh, it came out on Sega CD, and it came out on the Super Nintendo. Wow. Now, what they don't list here, they, they did a reboot of this on the PS3 and the Xbox 360 that they just did new graphics and stuff, but apparently they absolutely killed the gameplay, and it is not the same game at all. So I never downloaded it. But what, what, what do you remember about Flashback? Uh, I remember it being... I don't know. Did we play this before? I know, again, being Genesis kids, we didn't have access to Out of This World. But had we played... No, no, no. We had, no, we had Out of This World. No. That was on the Genesis, yes. I don't think we own If it was, we didn't I don't own think it. We, we mostly played on Super Nintendo at Randy's house. All right, look that up. Cause oh. I'm about to go up 3 nothing. I don't remember that being out on Genesis. Okay. But regardless, did we play that before or after Flashback? Before. Okay, so we had experienced it. Um, but again, other than Out of This World, it was like nothing, like no other game I had Absolutely, ever nothing compared to it. It was action adventure i guess you would call it it's not just going around and shooting people and it was platforming but it was puzzle solving it was it was a little bit of everything kevin's pumping his fist over here so fist pump two to one another Kevin. world slash out of this world it did come out of the genesis nah. we didn't own but it, we but definitely didn't own it. um but yeah that was 91 wow. a really the, difficult game it was very difficult it was like it was stressful because I can remember a lot of it. There wasn't background music, like that whole first level in the jungle. It was very quiet, and you could hear like well, there were times the if you went onto noises. a screen where yeah. there was an enemy. They yep. would play music or something, right? Yeah, yeah. You just heard like crickets and jungle noises, and the animations in that game were so fluid. It was like just watching that game was. It was like when I first Earthworm Jim is the other thing that comes to mind. The way that was animated. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not the same, but I'm just saying how I reacted to it. Right. It was it was beautiful. The the environments were good. I don't know that we ever beat that game. No. I, I think, think we so. got to the the alien world, yeah. whatever. And then it just got impossible after that. Um I mean, you couldn't save your progress, but it had passwords and stuff, but yeah, we never beat that game. Um I remember beating the jungle level several times. Oh, yeah. And then getting to the second world where you had to do all the different jobs to earn money, to get onto the game show, to win your tickets, to get off of the planet, and yada, yada, yada. And I feel like I oh, even wow. beat that level uh, two or three times. And I don't think it was that difficult. It was just, I don't know. But I know we made it to the alien world, and then we never got much further than that. But... So, yeah, if you haven't played Flashback yet, if you can find a copy. I don't think the, they're, they're, it's not too expensive to find Flashback nowadays because um, it wasn't a super rare game or anything like that. But if you haven't played it and if, you, if you've if you played Out of This World slash Another World and you like it, you've got to play Flashback. It's definitely a longer, more involved game. Out of This World was great. It was beautiful. It was super short. But it was very short. Yep. Flashback is much, like, Four or five times, maybe more than that, longer than Out of This oh. World. And fun fact, I know you know this because we own the game, but if you're listening to this, you might not know there was actually a sequel to this. And what was it called, Sean? Oh, uh, 
Fade to Black. Fade to Black for the PC. I think it might have come out on PlayStation. It definitely yeah, didn't it come out, out on, on PlayStation. Saturn. It didn't come out on Saturn. No. But that game was really cool. I mean, that was... That was a game... 3D over the shoulder. I remember, for whatever reason, when I think back to that game, it just kind of... Don't laugh, but for whatever reason, that game scared me. I oh, don't know why, no, I know. But... When I went back, I watched a Let's Play of it not too long ago just to see. Yeah. It is stressful. Like, you wake, like, you're in the cells and you're trying to get out and everything. Yeah. No, it's, it was, that was a game very I didn't... atmospheric, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't play it very much. That was a game I just loved watching you play. Really? But I never played it too much. But I think there were several occasions where I said, hey, can you go play Fade to Black? Fade to Black. That so game was so much it. fun. I would love to. Find a CD-ROM. Yeah, if they remastered play. that, as long as they didn't butcher it, yeah. and left it pretty much the same, just maybe better graphics. I would play yeah. it in a heartbeat. I think that would translate much better to current gaming than flashback itself. But uh, Delphine, Delphine Software. Shout out to Delphine Software. Thank you, man. Somebody's got to own the rights to it, though. I hope so. Well, they must. If they did the remake to Flashback, then they must. That's true. They, they must own that, the rights so. to Fade to Black. So, shout out to Flashback. If you haven't played it, play it. Yeah, check it out. All right, we're at that time of the week. All right. 20 questions. He's been saying for a while now he thinks he's going to This might be me. the one that, that stumps you. So, it's fair. Right. It's, it's definitely fair. I will say that. And I remember you spilled the beans earlier. Yeah, and you said it was a game that I we I won't count it as one So, question. I don't have to ask that question. Yeah. Uh, I thought about changing it just because I said that, but I kept with the original game. Okay. Um, so we owned it. Yes. That doesn't count. All right, question one. Um, did it come out before January 1st, 2000? Yes. Um, was this a 16-bit game? No. Uh, was that two? Two. Sorry. Yeah, I'll hold my fingers up. Sorry. Ooh, uh, <coughs> um... Did we own it on NES? No. Since Game Gear. Crap. You... Okay. Wait. How did you do it like that? Because we owned it. Wait, what did I just ask? You asked if it came out before 2000. Oh, wait. Did I not ask? I asked if it was 16-bit. Right. And I said no. But it could be 32. All right. I don't know why you went Game Gear. (laughs) I think I... Th- yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. All right. I'm glad it's not Game Gear, because although we only own, like, four or five games, so I probably could have figured it out. If you get through all 20 and you don't know it, I'll give you a hint. Was this a disc-based game? Yes. Saturn. Okay. Four games. And we I mean, it. four questions. But even Saturn, we only own nine or ten games, and we've talked about three quarters of the <laughs> <laughs> I was worried we were going to touch on this earlier, and then I was going to have to touch... I was going to have to change my game, but I didn't have to. Okay, so there's another freebie. We didn't mention Damn this game it. yet. Except I can't think of any other games that we haven't mentioned. Oh, um, okay. <clears throat> okay. Saturn, we owned it. Um, was this a... Was this out on any other systems? Okay, this is a tricky one to answer. Okay. This version of the game was not... This game has a, a version of this game has been out on many different systems, though I will say that. So, but this particular one was exclusive to 
The this system. Five questions. Was it a fighting game? No. Six. Crap. <clears throat> it's it was, not Fighting Vipers. It was, <laughs> remember Fighting Vipers? No. Did we own that? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I, Sorry. No, I don't remember it though. Six um, questions. Was it a? What did we say? Stop asking if it was an action game because that's too broad. Um, no, you can ask. I, I think we said there are certain games that are action. are definitely action games, like not beat 'em ups and shooters and yeah. Was this an action game? <laughs> yes, <laughs> seven. Was it a two D game? Yeah, eight. Yep, what in the world. Um, was this the first of the series? No, nine. Did we own any? other uh, games in this series. No. Ten. But it wasn't the first. <clears throat> it's an action game. Um, do you play as a human? Turtles are not humans. <laughs> You're basically a human. I, I, would, I would assume you were a human, yes. It's hard to tell with these the, this art style, but yes, I would assume you're a human. You're not this like an alien art or style. Don't 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 get hung up on that too much. I know, yes, but... I would assume you're a human. Eleven. Um, it's an action game. Two D. Mm-hmm. Was it? Maybe this is. I may be throwing one away here, but was it a side scroller? No. Oh. Twelve. Well, all right then. That was a good question. I figured it would have been if it was 2D, but... No, but that... Just think. That's 12. <clears throat> All right. Not asking questions here, just talking to myself. Yep, go ahead. If it's 2D, but it's not side-scrolling, yep. it can't be behind you. It can't be over the shoulder or anything, so it would be 3D, which Whew. tells me that it's top-down. An action top-down... But it's not Legend of Oasis because we talked about that. And, and I not would really not. An that's game. not an action game. Yeah, that would be action adventure or action RPG. I would say. Uh, and as far as you know, you play as a human. Yeah. Um. What did I ask about? Do we own any others? You asked if we owned any others in this series, and I said no. Okay. I don't know if I just asked. You also asked if it was the first game. And it's not. And it is not. Yeah, definitely not. I was making sure I didn't just ask, did we own any earlier games in the series? No. But, right. you asked so we didn't any own earlier or later. Oh, my God. Why can't I think of this game? I feel like even when you... Twelve questions. You I don't may stump me here. Twelve. Uh, you got eight more. I know, but... You know a lot about it. Is it a game that is still, like, is the series still being made today? I don't believe so, no. No. I wish it was. It'd be a lot of fun. Wow. <clears throat> um, well, yeah. Is, do you only play as one character? I'm 
pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Do you use... Are you on foot? Yes. 14. <clears throat> I don't think we own this game. Yeah, we did. Um, we played the hell out of this game, too. I think you're going to stump me. Um, so you're on foot. I was going to say, talk through what you know so far. Do you use a projectile weapon at all? No. So he plays a human top-down Saturn game we owned. You're on foot. You're not in a vehicle. That's you don't have guns. 15. So you either have swords or fists or something. Not necessarily, right. But yeah, not projectiles. <clears throat> um... Was this? Would you characterize this as being a cartoony, like cartoony graphics style? Yeah. Yep. Sixteen. <clears throat> was this ever? Was there ever a uh, TV show or movie based on this game Ooh. or series? I. Let me check another media. I don't think so. No. At least nothing that you would know about, no. Okay. 17. Is the main character's name in the title of the game? <laughs> um, I... Yes, it is. 18. Yep. I feel like I'm no closer than when I started. <laughs> well, that's his name. 18. Two more questions and then you can guess. And I'll give you some hints, although I kind of gave them all. I can't think of any other questions to ask. That's going to help me anyway. Um, did we... Is this a... Can you save your progress? I don't know. I think you probably could. I'm not going to count that. I don't think it was really important in this game. So we'll, we'll stay at 18 questions. Have we beaten this game? I don't I don't know that you can... You, you can beat this game. I don't think we ever beat it, though. We mostly played against each other. 19. I'll say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, uh, I don't think I'm going to get this. So what do you know about it before you ask your last question? It's a top-down, cartoony okay. yep. action game. Yep. The title has the character's name in yep. it. You don't, you're don't. you on foot as a human. Yep. You don't use guns. Yep. We owned it. Yep. We never beat it. We played against each other a lot. Oh. Uh-oh. One more question. No, I don't need it. Oh, it said, I don't know if I remember the exact title. I mean, it. I don't even... It, oh, I remember it because... Wow. When you turn it on, when you get to the home screen, they say it. Oh, I don't know that. Is this game... <clears throat> Saturn Bomberman. Oh, 
God, I forgot we owned that game. I loved that game. We played the hell out of that oh game. Oh, my God. So Saturn Bomberman wow. came out in 97 for this. So you see what I meant. What did I say? I'll have to go listen to this after. So you see what I something meant. Something I said all of a sudden triggered it. This game, there's been a million Bomberman games. Right. It, the, actually, the last one that came out came out two years ago on the iPhone. There was a Bomberman oh, game. Wow. I saw that when I was looking at it. But oh, it was called Saturn Bomberman. Bomberman, August of 97. It won multiplayer game of the year from some That game outlet. was fantastic. We played that. That game was so much fun. Wow. Bravo. That was good. Uh, no, bravo to you for getting that. I mean, I helped you out a little bit. Wait, so but what, I, what clues were you going to give me there if I was still stuck in the end? Heavily multiplayer. We really never played it single player. It won multiplayer game of the year from a couple outlets in 97. It beat out GoldenEye and other things like that. It's cartoony. It's top down. You don't use guns. Oh, okay. I was going to probably, if I would have said you blow stuff, the object is to blow stuff right, up, that you would have got it. Way. I think even if you said heavily multiplayer, I think I would have. That was going to be my, my clue, was that this was mostly a multi a local multiplayer game. Wow. That Ooh. game, Bomberman was so much fun. I that don't know was, what made me think of that the other day, but I was like, that's my 20 questions game, because we absolutely love that game. So don't even I try to tell me we didn't own that game. I think I played and some version of it. it out. Yeah. I think I played some version of it on Super Nintendo. Yeah. Decent, but Saturn it, was. It came out on Super Nintendo. I think best. it came out on Super Graphics or, or Turbo Graphics. I believe it came out on the Mega Drive, but not on the Genesis. Oh, wow. I don't think we ever got a Genesis version here. But then it came out on. I mean, there was probably 10 to 15 different Bomberman games, but. Bomberman Genesis. Whew. I mean, Bomberman Saturn Bomberman. <laughs> sorry. Uh, good, good on you. Good job on that one. I. That was. So stressful. I was worried, but you were asking the right questions. You got that it was 2D. You figured out it was overhead. It yeah. was cartoony. You you play as a human, right? When you say that guy's I would, a human? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's not an alien or something. Right. Yeah, I would say he's human. All right. Uh, what's what's our time? Do we have time for one more? I got a game in mind. We got time. All right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> this recipe's hit me, so this should be interesting. All right. Go for it. Go for it. All right. Did the game come out before January 1st, 2000? I need to pull this up. Uh, but yes. Did it come out before January 1st, 1990? No. Okay. Is it a cartridge-based game? Yes. That's three. Is it a 16-bit game? Yes. Okay. Is it exclusive to the Genesis? In its original form, mm, yes. Almighty. In other words, it's been released on virtual consoles, things okay. like that. Okay, but, but it didn't come but, out on Super Nintendo. Correct. Or TurboGrafx-16 or something correct. like that. Okay. Five, that's five. Yep. Is it a first-party game? Is it a Sega-made game? I know that's confusing me that you have to look that up. I w- it was published by Sega. Hmm. Oops. Do you Six. Pl- do you play as a human? No. I don't know why. I'm just gonna tell you. I'm thinking Echo the Dolphin. I don't know why. It is not. I won't. I'm obviously okay. not gonna count that. All but right. I thought about that a couple I thought weeks about ago that too. And then I started thinking about when you asked. Is it an adventure game? Is it? A, I wouldn't know how to answer that question. I don't know so what I stayed away. From I, I think that's but that was going to be one of my. That's games. an adventure game. I would say that's an adventure game. Yeah, and then I can't even remember if we owned it. 
I think we owned the first. We one, owned, but there was Echo Two also. That we either owned it or we rented it like every week. I don't know if we we, we played it. it a lot. I know yeah. that, but yeah. All right. Good so Genesis game published by Sega. Yeah. Don't know the genre yet. Is it a platformer? Yes. <laughs> With elements of not platformer. There are platforms and jumping involved, yes. Is it side-scrolling? Yes. It's nine. Okay, then it's not Toe Jam and Earl. Unless it's the oh sequel to Toe Jam and Earl. Okay, so it's not <laughs> Okay, thank God. Um... <clears throat> Was this part of a series? Did more than one of these games come out? Yes. That's ten. Hmm. Are I feel you, like you're narrowing in already. Are you green? Crap. You are? Are you made up of lots of balls? Crap! Yes, that was too Are you the first? I, this is it is the, first the first in the series? Yes. Is right. it Vector Man? Yes. Yes! Wow. wow. You got to that quicker than I thought you would. Who was, who was the developer on it? <clears throat> was it Virgin? Blue Skies. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Blue Skies. Oh, actually, now that I'm looking at it, this is another one that came out in a paper box. I can tell just by looking at the... I'm pretty sure it did. And you could play it. You could win 25,000. Wow. Kids to adults. beating it or something. I don't know. Crap. (laughs) The look on your face when I said, are you green? I could tell you, yeah. Right. Well, wow. that was quick, at least. All right. Well, neither of us have, have been stumped yet. So I'll have to make it more challenging. Unreal. Time. That was that was good. Look, that Vector Man was easy. I give props to you for getting Saturn Bomber Man because that was I forgot. I mean, looking back, I loved that game, but we I played hold, that game. Oh, I played so it so much. much. I played oh with uh, Brent a lot. Shout out to Brent if you're listening. You know, you could play that. Uh, that was that was going to be my other clue. You could play that with up to ten players somehow. I think you did two of the. Uh, the the four way things or something I don't, I don't know how you did it you could play ten player Bomberman on the Saturn I think we played four wow. player at some point I don't know if we rented controllers or a you know four way adapter thing or whatever but I I, we've played with more than two yeah I'm pretty yeah. sure we did but maybe that was on the N- no N64 Bomberman I think it was 3D I think they it was did weird. something w- yeah. yeah that was terrible so hey all right well neither of us have hey, stumped the other one survived another week take it up a notch next week so. That's it, guys. Appreciate you joining us for uh, for episode five of the Two Player Co op podcast. Again, you can find us on Twitter at two player underscore co op. That's at the number two two player underscore c o o p. I am at Kevin White twenty four. This guy is finally back on Twitter. I am at Real Sean White S E A N. Spelled the right way. Yep. Shout out to you. Uh, so again, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. SoundCloud, I think, coming before the next episode goes live. It seems like it's a pain in the butt to switch uh, RSS feeds with uh, with iTunes, so i got to figure out all that stuff to get us on SoundCloud. But that's coming. Again, if you could, please subscribe to us. Give us a review. Uh, I assume you've already downloaded this, but tell your friends to download it, too. So That's it. We will see you guys in Episode 6. Sean, take us out. Thank you for playing. And may God's love be with you. This is ground control to Major Tom.
Tim. 